Hello, hello, welcome to the Mike On fucking podcast or whatever this is called. I'm here with my first guest ever. My name is Alejandro Estrada. Yeah, and we're just going to talk some shit to the nobody listeners that are not listening right now. Um, what a horrible way to start this thing. But we are driving our asses down the 280? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, going down, going down to deliver some shit. Um... Yeah, man, so take it away. <laughs> What's well, your story? Well, uh, I think the reason why we were going to start this podcast is because I mentioned that my life's work was this personal philosophy that I'm developing and kind of putting into practice into my own life. And it's basically comprised of four, four understatements, four sentences that are just complete understatements, they're oversimplifications, but I feel like they've all fallen upon me from the stars. I feel like um, when I realized these things, it was, you know, these these were sentences, just little bits of wisdom that I encountered, like, fucking flying on a quad of mushrooms in Yosemite. <laughs> like, like last, last, the last one that dawned upon me, I was, I was on like four hits of acid in Point Reyes, just hiking around, you know, just doing these long hikes, meditating on life. And, uh, so the first one is, uh, that life is wants and efforts. You know, you, you can't really, you can't really put life, you can't, you can't say that, you know, these are oversimplifications. Life is wants and efforts. Sounds really simple, but there's a lot to read into, you know, like what do you want and what are you going to do to get what you want? That's the first one. The second one is do what agrees with you. Do not do what does not agree with you. If you know you should do something, do that. If you know you should not do something, do not do that. <laughs> if you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing, stop doing it. You know? So like dating a stripper? Sure. Yeah. If, it, if, you, if you wake up, if you're like going, you know, going to bed next to her being like, damn, she's fucking hot as fuck, but it's not worth it. Break it off. You know what I mean? Like if, if you wake up next to her being like, you are fucking crazy and you're not benefiting my life at all, but you're hot as fuck. You got to break it off, you know, like, cause that's what's going to make your life better. Aren't all hot chicks crazy? Is no, it? definitely uh, not. I know I'm, I'm, I'm polyamorous and I'm dating two hot chicks that are not crazy. Oh. Yeah. So anyway. Whoa. The, the, that. What's that like? Oh, it's great. Sweet. Um, the third, the third, uh, thing is, um, feel good and enjoy your life. Feel good. So, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you got to feel good because if you don't, then that means that you have to address something pain, yeah. bodily pain, you know, like if something's hurting you, it, it doesn't feel good. So, I mean, well, I mean, you know, with the, with the kink, all kink aside, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, if your knee's hurting, it means it, that's your knee telling you to fucking rest that shit, ice it, you know, like elevate it, do it, rice that, you know, rice it, immobilize. Um, that's what it's telling you. If, if you're, if you're emotionally in distress, there's something, there's some aspect of your life that needs addressing, you know, and enjoy your life, yeah. you know, like whatever you pursue, you got to enjoy it. If you have, if you don't have an interest in it, if you don't have a vested interest, then, then you're just going to be, you're going to, it's going to wear on you yeah. and eventually you'll be going through the motions and you'll start resenting what you're doing. Um, and then the fourth one is, uh, 
um, provide for yourself and provide for others. This was the one where I was in NAS- on acid in, in Point Reyes. And I was just looking around at everything around me. I was surrounded by, na- by nature, by life, you know, like... I was, I was high to the point where I thought I could see germs, you know? Oh, I've been there. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that everything that was alive was providing for itself. It was surviving. It was ensuring its own existence first. It was competing for resources. It was yeah. fighting for life. Um, but in doing so, and only in doing so, was it providing for something else. Everything, everything around it, you know, like whether it was like shade or shelter or food or, you know, whatever else, like root system that held the ground together, you know, from erosion, everything was providing for itself first. And then in doing so, it was providing for something else outside of itself. I totally agree with you. That's beautiful. I just imagine you like staring at a caterpillar for 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> he's providing for himself. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then a bird swooping down and picking that shit up. And like, oh, okay, right? Oh, that's how it goes. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. The ants eat the bird and the trees grow. And, right. Oh, man. Yeah, and it never stops. Never exactly. Stops. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's basically my life's work is to, to, um, see that philosophy through in my everyday action as sincerely and completely as possible and then later on in my life um, once these principles have really been kind of honed and and like proven I guess um, I'll write about it and kind of like teach people try to get through to people because it's I feel like right now especially um Society today is kind of aching for a mores, you know, like some some like uniting a unifying principle that's away from the religious connotation. You know, yeah. people people have an adverse attitude toward religion because I mean I mean justifiably so, right? Religion yeah. has been a, a, the the cause of so much destruction and so just so much death and misery and, and like terrible exploitation of humans that like people kind of myself included have been kind of like I'm, I'm not trying to fuck with religion anymore you know? <laughs> so yeah I kind of want to through my own life develop and, and like uh, I guess start your own religion Art- <laughs> yeah start a cult yeah you're hearing it here first not <laughs> um I agree with you. Yes, you're just joining your cult. Yeah, yeah. Word, word. Yeah, like just make a book that, like, yeah. if 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 you find value in it, cool. If you don't, then that's fine too. You know, just I think the world needs something that we can um, agree on. You know, and like, and that that transcends cultures and religions. You know, like it just like hey, these things. I I hope I hope I think that they're true. I feel like they're actually honestly true. I agree with all of them. I feel like I've said. All of those things to myself. Um, I've also done mushrooms, sure, so yeah. uh, I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, I mean, like, what is what, what is re- religion to me? Is like, be cool, don't be an asshole. Yeah, it's totally. pretty much like that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a short, a short version of it. Yeah, totally. Like religion, I, I feel like faith. Faith is an important aspect of any human. Yeah. Um, whether that person chooses to acknowledge it, that's, you know, their, their own prerogative. 
but religion is it can be a very beautiful thing. It can be about a valuable tool in order to hone one's faith. Um, the thing is, it ex- it's historically and can, you know, currently it, it, it exploits that faith energy, you know, and it, it like uses that to control people and like you know like thought control and and that leads to do this physically like now I'm controlling your actions you know um, so yeah it's just it's kind of it's a tricky it's a tricky aspect you know it's a tricky road to walk down um, yeah. or it can be at least it's treacherous but if it's if it's not a religion then it can just be um held attitudes, you know? It doesn't have to be a religion. It doesn't have to be dogmatic. It can just be, this is how I am. Like, this is, this is me being cool, you know? Like, in, in the terms of just, like, be cool and don't be an asshole. Yeah. You can just be cool while holding these attitudes. Do you think if everybody did mushrooms, like, ten times, everyone would be, like, part of the, the religion? I think so that more people should do mushrooms than hallucinogens, for sure. Absolutely. I've, I mean, you know, with uh, the whole marijuana being pretty much legal, um, and like I've been, you know, doing edibles lately, and yeah. I, just, I feel happier. It's a weird thing, like just like microdosing uh, through my night, like just being slightly uh, in tune with something else. Sure, sure. Uh, I just feel like a little bit, just a little bit happier, like a little more clarity. Uh, in my day, and I feel like um, the next step with the decriminalization of, of you know, marijuana, uh, I think they're going to find the next, um, shit, what would you describe mushrooms as, like, non-lethal, like, you can't die from it, you yeah, shit, yeah. blood, maybe, but... Like, it's a plant. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mushroom, it's a different kingdom, than, it's not a kingdom plant. Yeah, and, Flora. you know, once we unlock that... And you can just, you know, microdose uh, psilocybin in your tea and just have a great day every day. Like, it's going to open, it's going to change the world, man. It's going to open up uh, everybody's third eye. Yeah, I mean, there's definite reasons why these things are illegal. And I feel it's because they kind of unlock an area of creativity within one person's thought. Yeah. Um, They kind of expand expand your consciousness. and, And once... Once that happens, you can't. There's no constricting it back to where it used to be. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. Like hallucinogens are very important. I think that most people would benefit from them. I'm not a scientist or a doctor or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a researcher. I don't know the, the dangers. But from personal experience, I've done. You know, I've done a lot. I've, I've done. A, I've done Large doses, <laughs> large doses, heroic dose they call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a quarter of an ounce to oh, the face, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> face. <laughs> and I've come out, you know, alive and well and healthy, and with a little, with a little more um, perspective. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, uh, I remember one time I. Uh, when I was working over at Chili's and some dude, like, I got, got him to buy me some, some shrooms, right? And, uh, I didn't tell my brother, and he just kind of put a movie on, right? Yeah. And the 
Jason Shroom's kick in like 45 minutes in this movie. Sure. And it was that movie, what was the one uh, with, uh, what's that guy, John Cusack? Um, he's, he's like a kick, he's from like the late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never so, seen that movie. Say anything? Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. I'd never seen that movie. I've, I only saw it once. I, I had no idea about it, right? But I was watching this movie and like it was, the TV was not a TV, it was like a portal into 1989 <laughs> in my wall, you know? Right. I'm like watching this shit, I'm like, Jesus, he's like a kickboxer and like she's a, a, a insecure high school girl and he's like trying to be macho and it's like, we've all I think been through a phase like that and yeah. it was like really cool and then he picks up the phone to call her and like, I think her dad picks up or something and like... The phone has a cord on it. I'm like, right. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm like a time machine, dude. <laughs> like, movies are like little time portals. Yeah, into the past. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then I started thinking, I'm like, dude, we're in the same, like, our consciousness is downloaded or uploaded into this, like, uh, flesh vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same one that, you know, you, your consciousness could have been shot into a flesh vehicle in the Aztec times yeah. where like your ass got wiped out by some flu the Spanish brought over and they like you know and I'm like Jesus fucking Christ I'm yeah. figuring this shit out on the couch right. during, during you say anything <laughs> and then I, I turned my brother like dude I ate some mushrooms you know and you're like I, I gotta come clean here dude yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like I was like dude I believe in God now <laughs> You know, not like an elderly Caucasian man with a beard, but like, oh shit, dude, all these religions were all worshipping the same thing, like the original, whatever, came before us, you know? The quote-unquote, the unmoved mover, have you heard of that, like, concept of God? No, what's that? So, I don't know, it's like some Greek or, or, like, Roman philosopher, but basically, I, I mean, that could be wrong, too. Uh, <laughs> they basically describe like um, life as movement. Yeah. Like uh, there's nothing absolutely still in the complete in the whole entire universe. It's all moving. But um, there has to be something that moves it. So the, like their concept of God was the unmoved mover. You know, like just like the universe. You know, something that exists. Like maybe above or beyond or around the universe that is unmoved. That's, really? uh, that's, that's what God is. You know? Would that's it just like, one. That's just one okay. interpretation. That's one philosophy. Wouldn't that point be like in the center though, and like yeah. everything expands yeah. outward yeah. from it? True. True. Maybe. Yeah. That was cool, man. That was good. Fifteen minutes. That was a good start. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. Start. Nice. Um, covered a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, where are we at right now? We're at we are... Fuck, I don't know, but this place is really beautiful. Yeah. The, uh... St. Marino thing? Some reservoir lake thingy? Yeah. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah, man. So, I don't know how the rain and, uh... The Road engine noise. is gonna... Yeah, yeah. Affect the sound quality. It's probably not good for it. But, uh... This thing would be probably way cooler if we were, like getting fucked up having some beers and like smoking weed I think, I think the conversation would get way weird yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> or on mushrooms yeah uh no cause I just stopped talking uh, yeah I, I would just I would just fall down it'd be like 14 minutes of dead air and like <sighs> oh 
Is this thing still on? Yeah. When I'm on mushrooms, man, like, you can't get me to shut up, man. <laughs> really? Well, it's just the idea is, like, I, I just, I feel like I'm tapped in, you know? I feel like I'm tapped into the source. Yeah. And they just, the ideas flow freely, and I feel like my, I'm, like, more articulate. Like, I'm verbally more fluid. Um, and... Yeah, like I'm, I'm like tapped into that metaphysical realm where where I'm like kind of speaking in abstract, I guess like abstractions, but they make complete sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but Sometimes the, tri- the trick is making it make sense to other people. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I, I fuck up horribly with that. I'm like, oh my god, I'm having like all these like multiple strands of like just like beautiful thoughts yeah. and then what's coming out is like dude the, 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 the squiggly with the that's going <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking about man or yeah, it just comes yeah. to like like we are God <laughs> yeah. you know it's like that makes it makes so much sense to me in like in like a a much pr- more profound way by like those three <laughs> words you know? I yeah. am God like okay yeah I am God like okay buddy <laughs> you fucking crazy man. yeah yeah like no no what I actually mean is like the, the universe I'm the center of my perception of the universe. I control what happens and, like, exactly. the amount of happiness and negativity that's in it. But what comes out is, like, I'm God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. put, put your clothes on, brother. Right. Like, <laughs> we got to order some, that's some why, food right now. That's why this, this, like, philosophy that I've, that I've stumbled upon, um, you know, throughout the last, I, I would say, seven years. Yeah. Um, it, it's I, I like it so much because it actually does kind of make sense. You know, it's it, it it's like groupings of words, these like symbols, these groupings of words that that are easily digested by pretty much anyone. You know, like you tell yeah. life is wants and efforts to a little kid, like a seven year old, like okay, so what do you want? Well, I want a bowl of cereal. Okay, well, what are you gonna do to get what you want? Well, I'm gonna go into the pantry, grab a box of cereal, grab a bowl. Or, you know, it's it's they, it makes sense to 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 people. But then it's like you ask um like you know you can ask a forty year old like what do you what do you want like oh I want um I want happiness yeah it's like okay well what are you gonna do to get what you want like it's it's a little more complex yeah right? well, it's a, it's worlds more complex like you um you have to think of what makes you happy what do you think what do you not have now that will make you happy like. What what are the right efforts to, to make toward becoming happy? What what are the wrong ones? Like how how much effort do I need to put yeah. into you know like so you know when you think of it like that um, there's that like beauty in the oversimplification because you can exp- you can explain it to people from all walks of life, all different levels of understanding, and it will make sense to them in, in all different levels, you know whether they choose to or not, you know, and that's that's where the second one comes in. It's like, do what agrees with you. Do not do what does not agree with you. Like, yeah. if, if uh, giving these principles more thought agrees with you, do that. You know, yeah. like, you know, please delve in. But if not, if you, you know, if you're already either past that or not ready for it or, like, just have no interest in it, don't. You know, like, don't, you know, like, it's, it's not like... I'm not trying to indoctrinate people with it. I'm just off. It's just simply an offering of ideas that might help someone. You know, yeah. you know, whatever stage of life they're in, whatever level of understanding they're at. Um, 
you know, it's it's just uh, something to consider rather than like a religion or a cult where it's like you need to believe this, you know? Yeah. And and they're kind of they're standalone. It's not like I sat down one night um, and I was like, hmm, I want to think of four things that will really help people. Yeah. You know, these are you know, uh, life is once and efforts was I was. 24 years old I'm 31 now oh cool cool um, that's that's when I first was like okay cool and then when I turned 25 I moved to San Francisco um, it was it wasn't until I was like 26 years old that I was like do what agrees with you do not do what does not agree with you and that's because I started meeting people that were you know into kind of uh, ideas of deeper consciousness like um I met a dude that hooked me up with mushrooms, you know, and then through him and my other friend that we would do mushrooms together, I met this other dude that was into, like, really into Buddhism. Yeah. And he, he taught me about, like, a teaching of Buddha where, where it was like, um, like, follow my words if, if they resound within your soul or something. And I was like, of course, like, do what agrees with you, don't do what does not agree with you. Like, if, like, if what I'm saying doesn't resonate within you, then... You don't need to follow that, you know? Yeah. Um, Change the channel, listen to Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. what's yeah. really cool? Eating thyme and edibles to hit you in a yoga class? That's oh, yeah. Cool, oh, dude. I mean, yeah. I definitely do. I smoke weed and I... I edibles are my, like, choice... Yeah, you know, like my my means of choice to ingest marijuana, just because I have sensitive lungs and uh, they they hurt if I smoke too much. But yeah, dude, medicated athletics. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm like. A, I'm a really physical guy, and, and uh, I've been a cyclist for over a decade, and oh, right. runners for just as long, and uh, like got into weight training when I was like 19. So I, I like I have a, a good physical background. Oh shit, sure. and. Uh, I'm a personal trainer now. I'm a certified personal trainer. Getting starting to get that business off the ground. Okay. You're gonna do that like a side hustle? Like? Yeah, until until it's not a side hustle anymore. Okay. Until it's like my main shit. But nice. But um, yeah, I just got that a month a month ago. You know, so I'm putting my my business model together. What, but anyway, what did you do? Uh, how did you uh, go through that? What was the process? Um, there's a, a certification through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Okay. Um, NASA, right? Yeah, NASA, exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's pretty, it's one textbook. You know, it would, it would be, like, one class at a college or whatever college level course. Um, but it's, it was really valuable. It's a lot, a lot of knowledge, and I feel like it's a good accomplishment, a great accomplishment, you know? Yeah. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, uh, getting high and then doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Getting high and then, like, going on a run or, or riding my bike or fucking lifting weights like it just it makes me a lot more perceptive to my body oh absolutely yeah and yeah I can I can really I, I feel like I'm getting something like a more effective like neural impulses to my muscle tissue when I'm when I'm high as yeah. opposed to like you know when I'm like I, it lets me get more in depth I mean you're just more in tune with your body yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, like, when I first, you know, we, there's, like, that stigma of, like, people smoke weed are lazy, and, um, yeah. you know, like, I, I, I definitely went through that when I was, like, 18, where I would, like, take a fat bond rip and then, like, play video games until I passed 
but then then you realize like um, you know doing a triathlon like swimming underwater in a race dude when you're stoned is like it's a fucking <laughs> trip bro like it's yeah, it's totally. cool like your, your mind gets away from you yeah hey you should tri- you should come do a triathlon man well, let's do it let's do it dude uh what month is it January I think the first ones that start happening are like April alright uh, I'll be I'll be straight up by then for sure sweet and you know realistically like you can show up and do it like it's not like uh yeah you the sprint triathlon yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have some in like Pleasanton you know that are you would be done in like an hour yeah 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 yeah. you know um, but yeah they're, they're they're so much fun man uh, what are, what kind of bike do you have dude I have six bikes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they're all different you know like yeah. I have, a, I have a, a bar bike you know that's just like a Craigslist mountain just GT mountain bike I have a GT full yeah. suspension like oh damn you have a downhill yeah yeah I got a, one of those old it's probably worth like 200 bucks right now right yeah I got mine for 50 bucks on Craigslist <laughs> just cause I, I wanted to, to be able to lock up anywhere and not have to worry about it oh yeah uh, but yeah then I, I mean I have like a fucking cyclocross bike a track bike nice. uh, like a hardtail mountain bike uh, a fucking I have a Cannondale uh, what is it Super 6 oh Super 6 yeah nice. Super 6 Evo like it's a fucking like I paid I paid two thousand dollars for this road bike, yeah. like fully built. But then, like, I noticed some cracks around the cable stays on the head tube. I took it back to the shop. And Cannondale warrantied like the top of the line. Like, I got the entry level carbon. Yeah. Cannondale warrantied the like the high top line, like the, like Tour de France shit. Shit, so, dude. Yeah, dude. I I got I lucked out on that. So was that like a uh, one hundred five Altegra? Yeah, it was it was one hundred five. Yeah. So now I have like a, a high modulus carbon fiber yeah. frame with one, with one hundred five on it. You know, it's like, <laughs> but whatever. It's, so for it's the important. people that don't know, he bought like a two thousand dollar bike and they sent him a five thousand dollar bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I worked at the sports base with you, and uh, we we uh, we sold Candel bikes, and uh, I remember. Yeah, dude, I got like a, I have a cross bike. I had, I got stolen. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I had a cross bike. Um, I have a surly long haul trucker touring bike. Hi, yeah, I have a touring bike too. Nice, dude. I got a, I got a. Where do you keep these things in your van? Uh, they're my parents' house. They're my parents' house because, um, I can't keep a bike with me in the van. It's yeah. too much hassle, it's too much real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used to keep the bike like outside on a rack, and uh-huh. then I remember one time. And I heard like this rustling. I turn around. There's a dude like sawing my rack off. Motherfucker! Yeah, like sawing through the cable. And, These people uh, are fucking vicious. But yeah. I guess, I guess you know, like when you're hard up, you gotta fucking do what you gotta do, man. Like, dude, yeah. It's like, I mean, realistically, like if your your choice, your options are between like living at some fucking shelter in like the Tenderloin or wherever, that living in ten, 10 Village yeah. or stealing a bicycle and, yeah. you know, having food to eat. Like, I totally understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, dude, the, the bike stealing profession in San Francisco is just, like, completely ridiculous. Yeah. It's a full-time gig for these motherfuckers. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, shit. And they will steal your rack. They'll steal your rack with your yeah. bike on it yeah. and your yeah, lock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, and I had, like, I had a road bike stolen, an aluminum bike, and... I had a carbon road bike, which uh, just was... I didn't like the geometry of it. Okay. I had the Candale Synapse. I didn't oh, yeah. like... Yeah, it's kind of more of like a comfort... Yeah, more of a touring... Yeah, touring, yeah. Uh, Not touring, but like uh, endurance style. Yeah, long distance. Um, group A type shit. Yeah. That's cool, man. 
Yeah, dude, a cyclist. I got into cycling when I was 19, and then uh, I started running just before that, actually. So, uh, I was really, I used to be really overweight, like, all throughout high school. And then I got a job when I was 18 at this uh, valet, I was doing a valet. Okay. So, I went from, like, a completely sedentary lifestyle to running, like, up and down stairs, through parking garages, like, sprinting toward cars. And I lost 45 pounds in two months. Whoa. Yeah. It was, it was, like, boom, like that. Um, so that's when I started running, because I was like, dude, I can actually run. Like, <laughs> I remember going to the track one night being like, all right, let's see how this running thing is. Yeah. I, before that, like, I was, you know, the only distance that I'd run was, like, the mile that they would have to make you do, you know, and I would run that in, like, 10 minutes or, like, 12, and I I went out there just around the track, and I I got there at, like, 10 at night, and I started running at, like, 10, and at 11 o'clock, I was was still running at, like, 11, and I was was just like, wow, holy shit, I can run for an hour? Like, this is, this is crazy, you know, like, I'd never, I'd never felt that, like, energy, that kind of, like, power, you know, from my body before, and uh, that's when I, I was like, let's see what we can do here, you know, um, soon thereafter, I got like a, a gym membership at like 24 hours, because it was a promotion from work, and then sort of lifting weights, just kind of as a hobby, not really knowing what I was doing, but, uh, and then uh, a buddy of mine got into cycling, he was like, I want someone to come ride with me, you know, Yeah. so I got into that, and uh, ever since, man, I've been Riding, running, on and off running, just because it's kind of like, it's hard on my body. Yeah. Uh, my, I have heel pain, which is like plantar fasciitis. Uh, it comes and goes, you know, just depending on how well I stretch the area out. I kind of, <laughs> it's just like, I get lazy and forget to stretch or, or just don't stretch. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'm doing that personal yeah. training thing. That's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. That's a beautiful day right now. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um. Shit, man. We, yeah, we gotta we gotta fucking get high as shit and do some uh, races. I'm down. That'd be awesome. It's a uh, it's really cool where your mind really gets away from you. Uh, I remember uh, one time. So this this is kind of funny. When I was working over there at the Chili's, right? Yeah. And um, I was work. It was Sunday. I was working that night, and and um. This was, uh, was called the Golden Gate Triathlon, right? So, this race was in, uh, you know, Chrissy Field right there? Yeah. Where the water is cold as fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I was in, you know, some of these guys don't wear wetsuits, man, but it was, like, basically a swim, like, halfway to Alcatraz and back. Uh, yeah, dude, it turned out, like, I think the water was, like, 40, 50 degrees, something crazy. There's, it was windy, there's big-ass waves, mm. and, like... Halfway through the, ra- the the swim, it started raining. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus fuck Christ. That must feel so badass, dude. Oh, kind of. It sucks. Like, the whole time, it sucks. It's, like, salty water, cold, cold salty water, and, like, you're fighting a, a current, you know? Like, right. and, um, yeah, you swim. It was, like, a swim. Uh, I think I did a mile and a quarter swim. It took me 45 minutes. Yeah. And, um, that sucked. It's a long time. Yeah, I was literally, like, I was, I run, they say, go, you know, I run. Like, my big toe touches the water, and my first thought was like, fuck this. But you're running out there with, like, a bunch of other people. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fucking, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be the 
guy that turns around in his wetsuit and walks away like, nah, not good. <laughs> so me and the other couple hundred people in, our, in that wave, whatever, we go. Yeah. And then it was like a 25-mile ride through the Presidio, through those big-ass hills yeah, in yeah. the rain. And, um, oh, rad. Man, these people are going fast, dude. Yeah, you know. But you just hit that same hill like six times. Uh, on, uh, I forget what it was. Up to like Lincoln or something. Lincoln, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, the run was across, it was from Christie Field across the Golden Gate Bridge in Sausalito and back. So it was like a run yeah. over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And like, that was fucking cool because like this, it was uh, maybe 10 or 11, the sun starts coming up and you're like running over the bridge and you're like looking over the water, Alcatraz, yeah. uh, Marin, and, um, yeah, just seeing the Pacific Ocean, like, yeah, it was fucking really cool. That's so and then, um, yeah, I went out there with my dad, you know. Um, oh, right. It took me, like, three and a half hours to do this race. Um, so it's a 25-mile bike ride, mile and a quarter swim, and a 10K, 6.2 miles. And then um, I show up to uh, Chili's to wait tables and work my shift, and I'm just like... Jesus fucking Christ! What a crazy weird ass day! You did that? You you showed up after the triathlon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. <Nice>. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you know, you, you, and then you get like these like obese women complaining about. Sorry, I love women, but obese people, I should say. I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, demanding like all this shit, and you like they don't know your story. It's like the weirdest thing. Yeah, right. And, uh, I, I mean, like, by that same token, you, didn't, you don't know theirs. Yeah, you don't I know. I think that's where you, you were hinting earlier, like, hey, by the way, I'm not trying to, you know, it's... Yeah. But it's choices, man. You know, it all comes exactly. out of choices. And, exactly. Um, you can choose to be rude, and you can choose to be polite, you know. Yeah, and um, you can choose to eat bad food. Yeah. And don't eat any chilies. Fuck chilies. <laughs> chilies is some fucking dog shit, man. You're selling people their own doo-doo. <laughs> Pretty much. Like... <laughs> The steak's good though. Uh, yeah. um, are you? Uh, you're a vegetarian. No, no, no I, I'm an omnivore. That's uh, eating. Yeah, I eat, I eat it all, dude. <laughs> Blueberries, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So we're almost. We're pretty close, huh? Like 15 minutes. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got 13 minutes. That's awesome. It definitely helps to like be able to look shit up, so we're not just guessing things. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that. No, I mean like in the future. Yeah, I, I don't think people do podcasts when they're like driving at work. <laughs> this is certainly the, the first podcast that I've ever been a guest on. So. <laughs> hey, my first guest was so honor and pleasure. Hell yeah! Uh, hopefully, we change Same. the world. Because that's my vision, my that's, grand vision. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, we don't have to change the world, but if we can change it for the people that choose to tune in, uh, that's all that matters, really. Um, I'm making efforts toward changing the world every fucking day, man. Just be, being out in the world. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, you know, like we'll show up and talk to our clients and, like, smile and, you know be pleasant or you know you see your friends your family but yeah. hopefully we can reach a, a worldwide audience totally yeah that'd be cool what about that man you ever think of being a truck driver sleeping in the back of the I was kind of looking at it um, after a few months
months of doing this, so I was like, why don't I just do that? Yeah, you know, like three, three times much money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It pays way better. Um, but I just realized, like, I have like I have work to do that's not like a job. You know? Yeah, yeah. I have like work to do that I I feel like I can benefit more people in a more direct and profound way. You know, that's that's what, for me, you have a mission. Yeah, like, I have a mission. mission you know, life. like, and, and my, my next, I, I mentioned I just got that personal training certification. My next endeavor is to become a registered dietitian. Okay. And what I want to do is empower people to, one, understand how to nourish their bodies, and two, understand how to move their bodies so that activities of daily living are, are easier. So, you know, like, here's another bit of, of, like, my, I guess, philosophy, right? Like, the body is your single means of perception in this terrestrial realm. Hey. The, the, um, the better nourished it is and the better conditioned it is, the truer your perception of reality will be. So that's what I'm putting into practice, you know, like one in my own life and two, I'm trying to help people understand that in their own lives, you know, so um, through these, you know, those four four principles, I have like other other shit that maybe we can talk about yeah. on, on a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm working to make those theories, or I guess these like uh, principles, uh, a reality in my own life, and determine like how to make them, how to increase their efficacy, you know, like how to make them the most effective and, and like most beneficial to me, the individual, so that I can show people or tell people how to make it effective in their own lives, you know, if they choose to. You know? Yeah. So you're saying. Um, the healthier our body is, the sort of, the better we perceive this world. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It makes me want to change the air filter in my van, because <laughs> I feel I feel like that's a, my entire life is like a reflection of that, of like, all right, you got to take care of your shit, bro. You're driving on a dirty air filter. So, <laughs> I got to get my oil changed, get my air filter changed, and... I gotta dude, stop dude, eating they're, shit. There's so there's so much you can do. It can it, it can like seem overwhelming. You know, yeah. like okay, like yeah, expose your body to infrared light because that you know like you have like photoreceptors in your brain that you know or whatever. Like yeah, like have a pot like a negative ion generator in your fucking car because negative ions influence your brain and like it's good for your brain health or like. Um, fucking eat like mushroom supplements because of all these different things or you know like there's so much you can do as in terms of like biohacking yeah that it's like where the fuck do I start but like you know that I feel like those those kinds of biohacks um, are great they're they're really fucking great they're awesome do those things if you have the resources and like the you know, the, the, I guess privilege in a sense to to invo- you know incorporate those into your life. But like the truth is, I mean, like 
a lot of people don't. You know, like yeah. a lot of people don't have the, the money or like the time or the whatever they, they lack, even just the effort to discipline. try to like yeah, the, the discipline exactly, yeah. exactly. So I want to get down to kind of like the most simple things to keep in mind and act on. You know, like a base to uh, like a foundation to base these impulses to act off of. Yeah, that's that's what I'm working on, you know? Yeah. No, because, I mean, like, I say, I speak for myself here. Like, I know the benefits of eating right. Yeah. But what did I have for dinner last night? I had, like, sliced piece and a rock star. Sure. Because <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, totally. I know I shouldn't, but... Yeah. Do what it, it, it agrees with you. Do not do what does not agree with you, man. Like, if you know you shouldn't, fucking don't. Yeah. All right. I won't tonight. There you go. Yeah, I'll go get a salad. Water at a uh, Safeway. It's your choices. I, I, you know, it doesn't sound very exciting. You know, it's just, you know, it's like I'll get a salad and drink water. You know, yeah. but like, like we we're all like. I mean, so I, I also like I kind of write poetry or whatever. Like thoughts come to my brain, and I, I like to you know kind of write them into more poetic terms. Yeah, and um, there's this. Very short blurb, blurb that came to mind recently, and I, it's like I have it titled "While Others," and um, it's uh, it just says, "We'll drown ourselves drinking pure water, begging what else is there? There must be something more." Um, and it's it's titled "While Others," you know, like uh, I mean, there's people that that don't have access to clean water. That's right. They don't have access to pure water. And, like, if you've ever been thirsty and you've come across, like, pure water, there's nothing your body wants more than fucking just water. Just pure water. And here we are just, like, drowning ourselves, drinking pure water, begging, like, come on. Like, is this all I got? Yeah. We're just. We're, I feel like we're it's an like abundance a, of, of yeah, we're, and we're ungrateful. You know, yeah. like we we like we're not we're not doing ourselves. We're not making sacrifices by eating fruits and vegetables and salads and like these beautiful living foods. Like we're, you know, like these are. How, how is how is eating an apple a sacrifice? How is eating a salad a sacrifice? You know, like we're yeah. we're making a really we're making a sacrifice by eating a fucking. You know, like double western bacon cheeseburgers because we're doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah, you know? we have the option. We have the, we have the luxury to eat shitty. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. Oh man. It's well, a, while at the same time we have these like beautiful foods available to us. We, do, like, yeah. we live in California. We we live in like the center of where everything's fucking grown. So it's just available to us year round. It's you go to any fucking Safeway and there's fresh fucking food. Yeah, well, back in the day, you had to chase a woolly mammoth, dude, and okay, yeah. you had to kill them as a team. Yeah. And now, even, like, in Africa right now, dude, it's like, they don't have running water. They're exactly. drinking the blood of their enemies, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, oh, man. Yeah, dude, could you imagine, like, just a roll of the dice when you're born in Africa right now yeah. to, like, child slavery? Yeah, like, exactly, fuck. exactly, like... Like we're in the like Amazon rainforest, fucking finding puddles to drip to get water from. You know, like you're, it's just it's not <laughs> it's not like it is here. Yeah, in 
Silicon Valley, San Francisco, gluten free. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> exactly, man. Which you know, like, granted, like, given the privilege, like, we're given that like power of choice. Yeah. I mean, gluten's it's not good for you, right? It's like right. It causes inflammation, sure. convert into sugar, bloating, and shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's not natural. But it's it's it, kind of going right. along with that the body hacking thing. Like, if you, it's great. Like, do that if you have the privilege to. If you have like, if you're enabled to do that, why the fuck not? Why yeah. why wouldn't you? You know, like get an infrared sauna. You know, like <laughs> hey, I went to the Olive Garden last week, man. I got the unlimited soup and salad for like six dollars. I had like twelve breadsticks, dude. And I had like one of every bowl of soup, and then I had like thirds on the fucking good one, the the one with the sausage in it. Oh yeah, that's uh, that good shit right there. With the kale and like spicy <laughs> cream. So like, do you want any dessert? Like, no, I'll have more breadsticks and water for free because I'm a fucking asshole. Well, I mean. But you have to at least be nice to the, the chick when she's doing all that stuff for you. Like, she was cool. I tipped her. Good. You know? Good. So we're here. Oh, okay. All right, so. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What a wonderful podcast that was. Uh, we'll uh, catch you later. <laughs>